0: When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 3, the last episode of Chapter 22. What?
1: What the did last, you just say? The
0: last Chapter of ep-
1: the last <gasps> chapter of season three.
0: Good job, Thanks. you're good at this. Take the reins. All
1: right. Chapter, chapter titled-, titled "Brother, Brother." What? Okay. Brother, brother. Brother, brother. Brother, brother
0: that's um that's very old school wrestling of you that's that's what like all the current wrestling guys do like when they talk to each other because i listen to like brother brother yeah they like make little jokes to each other like especially none of this matters but they'll be like what's up brother brother because it's like old school wrestling terms and they're making fun of old school wrestlers holy shit or are they making
1: fun of this episode
0: they're making fun of this episode. Mm-hmm. That's what all of modern day wrestlers Aren't are doing. Aren't I
1: so good at bringing it back around to the actual topic?
0: I do like how you just bring it around, always back to the episode. That's what I say about Tanya. She always keeps us on topic.
1: Yep, that's me.
0: Topic Tanya. <laughs> um, speaking of I'm just on-
1: a stickler for the rules.
0: Speaking of staying on topic, before I get into my deal and what I've been up to this week, what have you been up to this week, Tanya?
1: Mm, not... And anything? Oh, I've got nothing yeah,
0: except nothing. that I
1: ate IHOP for dinner last night. We DoorDash for the first time in this whole shebang. Uh huh. Um, because we're trying not to have people touch our food, but right. it finally became a thing where it was like, all right, we need to do like something special. Mm-hmm. Um so me and the kids got iHop DoorDash to us for dinner last night and we watched The Willoughby's on Netflix. Alden did not have iHop cuz he can't, but he had nuggets and potato yeah, I had, puffs. Yeah. Had
0: frozen chicken nuggets and <laughs> and uh tater tots. I So special.
1: Had chicken and waffles. Yep. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um but that's legitimately the only thing that I've done this week other than work.
0: Okay. Well, what's me, your
1: deal? Let me oh, tell then. you.
0: Let me tell you my deal, Tanya. Um, I started listening to a new podcast. Okay. Oh God. So, I listened to a little podcast by these two guys, uh, where they do a Scrubs rewatch. Are
1: like, they any good?
0: They go back and they listen or they watch the episodes. And they comment on it. Sound familiar?
1: It's like kind of like what we do. Kind of like what we do. Only instead of two guys, it's a guy and a girl here. Yeah, a guy and a girl in pizza boy, place. It's, it's
0: a boy a Let's do a guy a and a girl. A boy and a girl. Let's do a guy and a girl in pizza place podcast.
1: I don't. No, thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, so anyway, no, it just, the little, there's a little bit of difference to this one. And it is that the two people who do the podcast are stars of the show. It's Zach Braff and Donald Faison. Uh, J.D. and Turk That's from Scrubs. That's not that big
1: of a difference.
0: So it's a really big difference. And this is comes on the heels of several, several podcasts. And I just want to point out that we've been doing this. I don't know
1: what you're talking about because in my brain they do not we've exist. We've been doing
0: this for how long?
1: A year and a half.
0: And we got this idea from people who've been doing it for how long?
1: Like 22
0: years. And now, 22
1: years? <laughs> I just pulled a long number
0: out. And now these TV stars are going through. We got Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey doing the the Office podcast, which is an okay podcast. It's really cool that they have this insight into the shows that they otherwise wouldn't have had.
1: Here's the thing. Alden is a sucker for these podcasts.
0: No, I do listen, but... That's not the There's and those aren't the only two. There's a whole yes, slew of them true. now. It's like the cool thing. They're all like, "Ooh, I know what we can do."
1: Because Listen. they they they're not working right
0: now. They're not working. So,
1: like what else are they going to do to stay relevant other than, I don't know, Jack or shit?
0: Jack our shit. I just want to say like this is our turf. We have never been on a TV show. Tanya, Tanya? I've never
1: been in a movie either. Have you, have you
0: ever been on a TV? I
1: I mean, it depends. Public access, maybe, but like, were you
0: on a public access show? Yeah. What?
1: Probably with my church. Like oh. it was like with my church or something. But
0: let's do a public access rewatch show. Okay,
1: I don't even think public <laughs> I... access is a thing anymore because we just stream everything now.
0: I have been on the f- the, the the TV a few times. I was on TV once because I was on my way to a Capitals hockey game playoff game and they interviewed me on the street because I was carrying Aubrey and she was little and cute and um, they asked Aubrey to talk and she wouldn't so then I had to talk. So I was on the news for that and we're not doing a news. Just
1: like Zach Braff.
0: We're not doing a news rewatch podcast. Let me tell you now is not the time.
1: What if we just went back and watched the news from when Aubrey was cute and little Anyway. And recapped it.
0: I was also on the TV once at a Capitals game (laughs) because Aubrey was with me and she had face paint on with like Capitals colors on it. So they got a video of her, but she was too embarrassed. Like, so, and it's actually a really cute story. We were down like front row and... The cameraman came down and he was like, hey, can I put you on TV? And she was so excited. And he was like, okay, I'm going to cut to you. And like, can you like dance and stuff? And she like danced and like was really excited. And then he says, okay, I'm going to point the camera at you. And I'm going to say three, two, one. And when I point at you, go crazy, okay? And he goes, three. And she's like all excited. He goes, three, two, one. Points at her. Her face goes stone cold, like angry. (laughs) And she completely sits still. And he's just like. Uh, and then he rolls the camera up to me and I'm like, yeah. And somebody texted me and said, we just saw you and Aubrey on TV. But we're also not going to do a Capitals rewatch podcast. My point is.
1: That you are a TV star. Good point.
0: We're staying.
1: The only problem is, is that I am not.
0: We're staying off of other people's turf. And I'd appreciate it if Hollywood would stay out of our bedroom. Well, and like. Because we record in our bedroom.
1: Oh, good point. Um, and not like people who are podcasters. Like, right. like Marin, you're good. Like, yeah, you, you do- are you're a podcaster.
0: Well, also, you're not doing like a Marin rewatch podcast. He's doing his own thing. If he did a Glow rewatch podcast, We-watch I would or listen, listen to that the- so much. But like if Zach Braff and Donald Faison want to do their own podcast that's not about scrubs, cool. Keep it off our turf.
1: Yeah, so here's the thing and there there are scrubs rewatch podcasts already. Like that those people have already worked really hard yeah to make themselves like one day they woke up and they were like hey dude that's my friend like let's do this podcast together. And the guy was like, I don't know. I'm really nervous about this. Will anybody listen? And the other guy was like, yeah, definitely, because people love Scrubs and this is going to be fantastic. Like, we're great together. And they started this podcast and they did had like only a couple listeners at first and then they built it and they built it. And now they have like maybe a couple thousand listeners until the day that two people who actually were on the television show created a podcast that basically did the same thing only they have a way bigger following and just snatched their listeners right away from them. So Tanya,
0: let me ask you. What's the name of that first podcast with the two guys and they were friends in the morning? It's and...
1: probably like Scrubs Cast or something. Scrubs
0: Cast. Okay.
1: Like I don't know for sure because, but there's probably one out there called Scrubs Cast or I'm, like
0: I'm no podcast man. I'm no podcast man. Oh, that's
1: a good one. Yeah, let's that's do it. Really good. Right.
0: But we can't because now there's already a bigger podcast that will never, will, will. We would always be in their shadow. And let me tell you, I just want to put this out there in the world now. Formal notice, Ben Savage, Danielle Fishel. Eric Matthews.
1: Will Friedel. <laughs> I just,
0: I never remember how to say his last name. George Will, Feeney. Will Friedel, or Friedel, whatever you're going by these days, whatever sounds best into a microphone, um, stay out of our lane. We're here.
1: We're already doing it. Like, our car is just a little older than yours. So if you get in the car and you get in the lane, you're going to speed past us.
0: You guys have your own. Hey, our
1: car is kind of a jalopy and we're just sort of trucking along and hoping that we don't die. I love
0: jalapenos. Listen, it doesn't stop there. I want to point out um, um, Sabrina Carpenter, Rowan Blanchard. Is that her name? Yes. I don't. Get any ideas. They will because they're too young to get those ideas. When, they are
1: super relevant right now. They don't need something to stay relevant. But they still
0: will. My we it might sound good. Doesn't girl meets boy meets girl meets world sound awesome? Yeah. Don't take it. Like we've we've got plans. We're not there yet. Our car is on the way. Get out of our lane. Yes. Just formal notice. Putting that out in the world. I'm gonna put this in an envelope, mail it to myself, so it's legal. <laughs> Wait, and we, we can use this in court.
1: We can't like go into a bank to get things notarized. How we notarize this? We need it notarized.
0: You don't need to notarize the letter. You just I mail it yourself. I think it, it to needs to be notarized,
1: like, no. to make it completely
0: like you, your sister's, official. Your sister's a notary.
1: Oh yeah, take it to
0: her. And I think
1: my stepdad's a notary too.
0: We'll have them do that. Just. Don't. How many
1: people can we get to notarize this to make it like extra, 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 extra official? We have like seven notary stamps on this letter.
0: Ben Savage, are you a notary? Because <laughs> we—that is your lane. You can be in that lane. We're not in it. We're not notaries. We're not notaries. Daniel we Will Frattle. Frattle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, but the Scrubs podcast is really good. Like. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, he is a sucker for this. I've
0: listened to the whole thing. I just, I love Scrubs, and I love Zach Braff and um, uh, Donald Faison, and they had Sarah Chalk on an episode, and she's wonderful, delightful,
1: and like so. Listening to it, they are jovial and but they're not pod- wonderful people to listen to. They don't. They're not uh, podcasters. Uh-uh. No,
0: like it's you can tell like. I know listen to lots of podcasts. You can tell that they they they're just having a conversation and they're not trying to follow a thread. But it's the same thing, like with the, the Office podcast, they're fantastic. Jenna Fisher is a podcaster. A podcaster and she like plans the whole thing out. And it's really great. And then it cuts to Angela and she's just like, I know, that's great, right? Did you see that there was a thing? So basically you yes. are Pam. <laughs> I've always said that.
1: Yeah, that is actually true. I'm a, you I'm are. A Pam. You are the Pam in the relationship. You're the gym? <laughs> yeah, I'm the gym. Wow. <laughs> no, you haven't found your gym yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One day.
1: Are we podcasters?
0: Yes, I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah. we're not like professional podcasters. But what are but our qualifications? Most people, most people, that we
1: don't have TV shows?
0: Most people aren't professional podcasters. Most people have jobs and then podcasts. sometimes like some of the most popular podcasts in the world mm-hmm. they have day jobs right and then they just podcast a couple times a week right um so yeah we're podcasters okay i just didn't
1: know if we were like more qualified than like jenna fisher we to have actually never podcast. we have
0: never made a dollar on this podcast we've spent many on this podcast mm-hmm. we are more qualified they made more money on their first meeting about their podcast than we will ever make on our podcast yes um yes we're qualified
1: so you're calling them out
0: yeah stay out of our lane
1: or what What we're gonna
0: run our car into the uh they'll be past us so (laughs) we can't even hit them
1: we'll just stop we'll just stop podcasting
0: if ben savage tweeted I think we might do a podcast. They would already be ahead of us in the race.
1: They wouldn't be ahead of us. They would be in a different country. Yeah. They wouldn't even be on the same
0: track. Yeah. Stay out of our lane. Anyway, (laughs) we watched Boy Meets World because we love it so much. We
1: love Boy Meets World. Um, We love podcasting because we don't have another platform. This is our platform. This is
0: it. We're not going to go out and be an actor today. No. Instead, we sat in our bed and we watched Boy Meets World, Season 3, Episode 22, chapter titled.
1: Brother, Brother.
0: Brother, Brother. And now we're going to blurb you up. Is By we, I... I mean Tanya.
1: Is this my cue? Blurb me up. Okay. The blurb for Season 3, Episode 22, Brother, Brother is brother, Corey brother. feels left out when Sean and Topanga announce their summer plans.
0: I can't wait until next week when we go back and we read old Disney Plus bur- blurbs. Burbs. Burbs. Professional podcaster. <laughs> Burb it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, this episode was uh, directed by Jeff McCracken, and it was written as the final episode of the season. Of course it was written by Butt Gang. It was it. Howard Busgang and Mark Blutman.
1: Huh. Yep. I am surprised by this.
0: I'm not really. Classroom or not, Tanya?
1: Um, not. I don't know why I had to look.
0: I don't know why I had to look either because we don't go in the classroom once.
1: That's true. Do you know why?
0: Because it's the end of the school year.
1: It's summer. Um,
0: But we do start in the school. We're
1: in the hallway. Yes. And everyone's cleaning out their lockers, including Eric Matthews. He's cleaning it out. And Eli and Jonathan or Mr. Turner. Yeah. And Mr. Williams. Oh, Why can't I always want to say like. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Like, I can never remember Mr. Williams, Mr. Eli.
0: Professional podcasters. I know.
1: I'll bet if they actually made a podcast, they'd be like, I was Mr. Williams.
0: Good point. That was really good.
1: They wouldn't forget that because they actually played the part.
0: So anyway, they, they walk over and they have a box of stuff and they're like, Eric, we got something for you. And he was like, graduation gift? And they're like, confiscation gifts. We legally have to give these back to you at the end of the year.
1: And... He starts taking things out. He's like, yes, my giant underpants. And they're like these huge (laughs) boxers. He's like, these always get a laugh.
0: And then he goes, the Feeny puppet. And he's got a little Mr. Feeny hand puppet that is just the most adorable thing in the world.
1: And I want to make one.
0: Um they hand it to him, and he, like, puts it on his hand, and they walk away, and he, like, starts... It's just go- like,
1: hey, little Feeny.
0: And it, he's like, mm, detention, Mr. Matthews. <laughs> detention, Mr. Matthews. And as he says that, um, Mr. Feeny walks up, and he's like, what are you doing? And Eric goes, oh, it's a dummy. And Mr. Feeny goes, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs>
1: um... And then Mr. Feeney starts to talk to Eric about colleges and, you know, did he get accepted? And Eric's like, well, I got rejected by this school and this school and this school and this school, but I'm waitlisted for this school. Which school was it? ODS UFTY.
0: ODS UFTY? <laughs> it
1: had a lot
0: of letters. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it had a lot it, of letters. It was, oh, man. North Southwest Northwest Southwest San Diego State University, I think. And Mr. Feeney is like, oh yes, N D S W Ufty. You
1: see? I wasn't wrong. I said it. What'd
0: That's what think? I said. Okay. So what happens next, Tanya?
1: Um, so he's, he talks to Mr. Feeney about the fact that he's waitlisted, which basically means like he's going to get in, but he hasn't gotten his acceptance letter yet. And before he goes off to school, he's going to, um, drive. To he's ha- going to drive to all 50 states. And Mr. Feeney's like, how are you going to drive to Hawaii?
0: Yeah. And he says he's going to drive until he hears people speaking Chinese and then he's going to turn around and make a U-turn.
1: I I'm confused, but okay. Yeah. Um, so then we're like, we sort of pan over and Corey and Topanga are also in the hallway, just a little different section. Being and
0: cutesy. Sort of. Like, like gag me cutesy? Yeah,
1: but also I felt like, okay, so Corey's like, here we are back together and they kiss. And then he's, like, back together, and they kiss again. But when they kiss, it almost seems like Topanga's very hesitant, like like she doesn't want to it, be kissing.
0: It was a very Cody, Brandy kiss at the top of the ramp in a- yes. AEW. That is that is for three people. I hope you enjoyed that joke, Mike. <laughs> but it was. It was very, like, uh, uh, peck.
1: Yeah. But, like, and that's fine, because they're 15. Pecks are fine, but she definitely seemed hesitant about it, like... It just didn't... It wasn't their normal chemistry. Right. Um, Probably because Butt Gang
0: Maybe this episode. So, but they're talking about how um, it's their last day of school together of whatever grade they're in, of their 15th year. And he's like, you know what? I've I've been thinking about it. I'm completely okay with you going off to summer camp for two months. Okay, you don't have to say that shit, Corey. Like, back off. Um, And... Uh, she goes, oh, that's really mature of you. And he goes, because I'm going with you.
1: And she's like, uh, it's an all girls camp. So not happening.
0: Yeah. So he's super not OK with it. And then she walks away. She
1: walks away and he is bummed and he sits down on a bench. So depressed. And he's sitting up against that like tile place that like Frankie and Joey used to sit on all oh, the time. Frankie
0: and Joey.
1: I miss them so much. They would have made this episode Superb. Yeah, but it's where they used to hang out all the time, and all of a sudden, little George pops his head over the top of the little tile wall and is like, "Maybe some history homework would would cheer you up, Mr. Matthews." Um, that is Alden's Feenie done by Eric. Mm-hmm. That's why it wasn't as good as his normal Feeny.
0: Right. So Corey's like, "Oh, you know, I'm not a fan of little Mr. Feeny, Eric. Why?" That would be fantastic.
1: I don't know if you realize this, and you maybe will throughout this episode, but the little bits that Corey does know about his brother are not his favorite thing.
0: He's a curmudgeon.
1: He is not a curmudgeon. Uh, Corey? Corey is not a he curmudgeon. He is definitely curmudgeon
0: in this episode.
1: He is not. I understood every single thing he was dealing with. Every single thing.
0: But Corey says, like, oh, you're going to be leaving me for in a week anyway. So what does it matter to you? And Eric goes, hey, don't act like that. You still got a week for me. It's just going to be just like old times. And Corey goes, what old times?
1: Good point, Corey. You're not being a curmudgeon. You're telling the truth. What old times? Now we go to the basketball court where, um, well, it's like a park, but you see people playing basketball. And... Uh, Corey and Sean are standing there talking, and Corey's like, I can't believe, like, Topanga's leaving. Eric is leaving. And Sean's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And Corey's like, I thought you said you were staying home all summer. And Sean was like, I am. I'm traveling with my dad. Like, our home is our...
0: That's the, glo- the beauty of a mobile home. You're always home. And... um Corey's like they they have like a little tiff and Corey's like you know what i'm just gonna make new friends i don't you know i can i have no problem making new friends look and And he
1: goes and sits on the edge of i i didn't know if it was like a sandbox or a bench or something and he sits there next to a lady who is feeding the birds and he's like see i can i can adapt and like make new friends and stuff and the lady leans over and stuffs a piece of bread in his mouth (laughs) it was funny it was so good
0: um and then we cut to the kitchen the matthew's kitchen
1: um, the whole family is there except for Corey. Uh, uh, but Corey walks in. Corey walks in cause he's upset.
0: Yeah. Corey walks in right away and says yeah. that he was going to go to Atlanta to put the international flag up at the Olympics. It must've
1: been an Olympic year. Yeah.
0: That was the Olympics. We're in Atlanta that year.
1: Okay. So, um, and they're like, uh, the hell you are. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Sean's leaving. Topanga's leaving. I have nothing to do. And they were like, you can come sit and listen to Eric talk about the trip that he's about to take. And he basically is like, uh, no, this is stupid. Why would I sit here and listen to this guy that I don't even know talk about a trip that he's taking when he's leaving all of us? Like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. He says, like, he's always leaving. What's new? And Eric and gets up and they start to, like, argue a little bit. And Corey just walks off. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Eric just walks off. Corey stays because then Morgan walks over to Corey and she's like, don't worry, Corey, I'll be your friend over the summer.
1: Well, because Corey says like our whole lives, it was, oh, sure, Corey, I'll take you to school. Oh, oops, I forgot. I have to take my friends to school. Oh, sure, Corey, we can go to this concert. Oops, I forgot I have a date that night. And so like he starts laying all this stuff out, which uh, FYI, there is proof of that. We have watched it happen for three seasons. That is absolutely exactly what happened. So anyways, Morgan comes over and she's like, I'll be your friend this summer, Corey, and like grabs his hand. And Corey's actually pretty pleased with it. He's being super not curmudgeonly. He will take Morgan's friendship this summer. And then that little girl goes, oops, I forgot. I've got day camp this summer.
0: Yep. Everybody does stuff. That's what, that's, so now we cut to, um, the bedroom, upstairs. Corey Eric is packing. Eric is packing literally everything in his room. Just like...
1: Well, the plan is he was going to do this this trip throughout the United States and then end at...
0: San Diego, where he was going to go he's to school. Where going to college. Right. But he hadn't gotten his, his acceptance letter yet. Um, but he was still packing up everything. Like, I think when you go to college, you don't generally pack... All of your stuff, but you what know what? Do we know? I don't know. I never went to college.
1: I think if you're going like across the country, you do. Mm. Like, if you are going to college in like, so we're in Virginia. If we went to college in Maryland, I don't think that we would pack up all of our stuff. Like, we're an hour and a half away. Yeah, I,
0: I guess pretty much everybody I knew went to school a couple hours away. So they wouldn't have packed everything. They would come home every other weekend or whatever.
1: I know a girl who grew up in Chicago. She goes to school in Richmond. Her life is in Richmond. Like, mm. she's only been in college for a year. All of her stuff, though, is in Richmond. Like, she doesn't have a room in Chicago anymore. Mm. That she lives in Richmond. And when she's out of college, she has to figure out where she's going to live and what she's going to do.
0: But So Corey walks in and he's like, Eric, what's, what's this? And Eric is like, I'm packing. I'm packing for my for my trip. And Corey goes, no, this mess that you made on my bed. And it's like one sock on Corey's bed. And Eric goes, uh, it's exactly how you left it this morning. And Corey goes, no, there's a sock.
1: I mean, he's just trying to get his brother's attention.
0: Yes, he like,
1: is. If, if it were in our household... Eric would be the Finley. Caden would be the Corey. Mm-hmm. Because that's exact. When Caden needs attention, he points out messes. Mm-hmm. He's like, why did you leave this here? What is going on here? And then if Finley's like, okay, I'll clean it up. And then do you want to play Minecraft? Then Caden's fine because now he's got his brother's attention.
0: Right. But um, I got lost.
1: <laughs> In my eyes?
0: Yes. But Eric... Basically goes, like, look at the good side now. You've got the room all to yourself. And Corey's like, I always had the room to myself.
1: Don't make him sound like a big whiner. I, he's a big whiner. No, he's not. He is. No. He says, I've always had the room to myself. You only came in here to sleep. You were always off doing things all the time. We never spent time together. Like
0: We're going to have very different yes, opinions oh, yes, we are. on this episode because we got a middle child <laughs> on the podcast live and in person Uh, And then we have an older child on the podcast, live and in person. Um, Anyway, Eric is leaving. Corey's very upset about it. Uh, But Eric
1: goes to take a baseball that was autographed for both of them.
0: By who, Tanya? I don't know. Mike Schmidt.
1: I don't know who that is.
0: An amazing baseball player. From what team? Oh, Phillies. He played on the Phillies.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, (laughs) anyway. Uh, but they start to, Eric, uh, Corey's like, that is my baseball. And Eric goes, no, he signed this. And Corey goes, he signed it for us. And then they start to fight over the ball. And I thought they were going to break the window. So
1: did I. I was like, not another window, Eric, please.
0: But Eric goes, fine, you want it? Here. And he throws it out the window, the open window. And They, like, go at it, and Eric picks him up and throws him on the bed. And
1: they're fighting, and it is a very quiet fight, so I don't know how Amy and Alan heard them, but they came running up the stairs and pulled them off of each other, and they're like, what is going on? They're very concerned.
0: They're very concerned. And Eric is like, you know what? You don't have to worry about it anymore, because I'm leaving tomorrow.
1: And, and they follow him downstairs, they're like, you can't leave tomorrow. You don't, you're not even accepted yet. You, that's why you're not leaving for a week.
0: And he says, you don't get your acceptance letter until, like, the day before.
1: Uh. This is
0: a bad plan by Eric, but that's not the, the important part. Um,
1: what is the important part, Alden?
0: Corey's being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um,
1: nope, you got it wrong. Eh, nope.
0: So, uh, Eric says, I, I Look. You think I'm not freaked out about this, too? Like, I'm nervous. I got to go out and I got to learn how to do my own laundry.
1: And he starts this, like, speech about, like, I mean, it's easy. Like, you put whites in one pile. You put your dark clothes in another pile. But then you get to, what if if I have my black and white striped shirt? What pile do I put that in? And he, like, panics. And it's very funny because I've actually had that moment before. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I figured. Um, And... They say, like, you can't leave. Like, you can't just leave like that. We have a goodbye dinner planned for you. Stay for that. And he says, tell you what, if you can move the dinner to tomorrow night, I'll stay just for that. Please. And
1: they're like, okay. But they're very sad that he's leaving.
0: They're very upset. But they they say, um, you're going to spend the next day, the, the this extra day that you have, spend it trying to figure out what's wrong with your brother. So we cut the chubbies. I think it was chubbies, right? It looked weird.
1: Yes. Yeah, we're in Chubbies.
0: It looked weird. They but... show the
1: outside of Chubbies. They show the outside of Chubbies and then they're down in the basement of Chubbies. And there are other people there, but it's really just Amy, Alan, Morgan, Eric, Corey, Sean. I don't Sean, know why I Topanga, thought you were going to say Morgan, Mr. Turner.
0: Morgan Freeman. Amy, Alan, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Yeah, so it's
1: like their family, and then Corey's Jonathan friends. and Eli. Where's Jason? Where is Jason? Oh, we have to talk about that. We later. will,
0: don't yeah. you worry. Jason's busy with Step by Step, and we yeah. will talk about that. Yeah, um, stay tuned for that. <laughs> Because we went back and we watched them step-by-step. Step. If
1: Suzanne Somers wants to start a step-by-step podcast, Do she it. is more than you welcome. can have
0: it. We're not going to... We are
1: giving it to you we, on a platter. We
0: pulled out of that lane. Jason
1: Marsden, here you go. We, Take the step-by-step podcast. by the horns. Go with it.
0: We took the off-ramp. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're in Chubby's um eric says it was nice of you guys to have Corey bring his friends i know he's having a hard time and it pans over to cory who basically has topanga and sean in headlocks next to him and
1: he's like swaying back and forth and they are very uncomfortable
0: they are so uncomfortable um...
1: There's no music going on. There's no party atmosphere. There's just piles of food on, like, tables and only, like, ten people around to eat it all.
0: It's true. It wasn't a very party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have thought that there would have been a bunch of people there for Eric, but... Um, maybe
1: they couldn't make it because they were supposed to go a week later.
0: Or Maybe they found out that all their teachers and the principal were there.
1: I really think it's probably that their parents were like, um... No, you can't do stuff like this on short notice. You were supposed to go in a week. We said, yes, you go into this party in a week, but you can't just go now. Like, we just found out about this this morning.
0: Hmm. Good point. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Feeney gets up and he's like, I have a toast to make. And Morgan goes, Oh, no. And Alan goes, be- Or I think it's it Amy. It is Amy. Yeah. She says, Be quiet. He's going to be your principal one day. And she goes, Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Oh Morgan. But Mr.
0: Feeney does a whole like toast.
1: Yeah. He's very proud of Eric. He can't believe how much growth he's seen in him. Um he can't believe like all through all of the struggle that he's finally gonna go to college and he's gonna make something of himself and Mr. Feeney is very proud of him and he um got the he got Eric's diploma.
0: Yeah, he framed he pulls out a framed diploma and says this is this is for you. And Eric grabs it and he stands up and he's like, look, look, this doesn't, this isn't just my diploma. This is, this is for everybody who was there for me. Uh, Or he says, this is for everybody who was there for I. And Mr. Feeney goes, me. And he says, I included you in that, Mr. Feeney.
1: Yeah, and then um, someone looks at Corey and is like, don't you want to make a speech? Like, he's your brother. And Corey's like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he thinks for a second. He's like, oh, wait, you know what? Yeah, I do. And he, like, gets up.
0: He does get up. And then he... he... And he
1: speeches.
0: What is he speech, Tanya? I want you to say it because I'm going to make him sound like a curmudgeon.
1: He says... You can tell he's about to say some shit. Like, mm-hmm. he's about to go off. But... He's about takes, to
0: drop a mixtape.
1: He takes a deep breath and he's like, To my brother, who's leaving for college or for forever? Who knows? I never really got to know him. I spent 15 years in a room with him and I never really got to know him. And and now he's leaving, maybe for forever. And then he's just like, I'm sorry. And he's like, All for clumped and he like leaves. Well, he, and then
0: he goes, I hope you have a nice life. I really do.
1: Yeah, and then he leaves. <laughs>
0: yeah. I hope you have a nice life. Um, I'm allowed to completely disagree with I, you on this.
1: I know that we do disagree on this. Um, I know that we do. She
0: is rolling her eyes every time I speak. It's a not a fun <laughs> podcast environment. You know what? I'm out of the lane. Um, so we cut to the, back to the kitchen. It's the next morning... Eric is getting ready to go. Amy and Alan are watching him. And, like, Amy's trying to convince him to stay.
1: And in this part, they did a really good job of making you realize that it's, like, dark in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, the sun is just about to rise. Like, there's, like, a pink cast over the house. Like, it's early, chilly, like, dewy part of the morning.
0: Yeah. Um and Amy's trying to get him to have breakfast. And then they walk, or she says, all right, make sure you go say bye to Corey. And he goes, "Where? where's Corey? He never came he, he up never to came bed. To bed. And they said he slept on the couch because he was so embarrassed about how he acted last night. Mm-hmm. So they walk into the, the living room and Eric pulls back the... The blanket on the couch, and Corey's not there.
1: I really, really wish that they had, had other Corey laying under the blanket. No, that was <laughs> like, so good. I really like thought that it would be, and then I was like, "Oh, there's nothing there. Bummer."
0: Bummer. And he um, gets upset about it, and he's like, "I just don't like. Why is he acting like this? This is ridiculous." Um, uh, I didn't ask to be the older brother. It's not my fault that I'm leaving, and. They say, well, Corey didn't ask to be the younger brother either, and he has to deal with this. So they suggest that he goes to find Corey, who they think left to go to the park to see uh, Topanga off, because she's leaving that morning as well. Right.
1: And they do have, like, a whole thing where they say, like, you went off you were with your friends you were with your girlfriends you were doing all of these things and he was like well now he's off with his girlfriend and his friends and doing his own thing they're like yeah now you have more in common like you have things you can talk about you guys are living like the same life but like as different people
0: right so um morgan runs down the stairs and she's like oh good you didn't leave yet eric was definitely about to leave without saying goodbye to morgan um and she's like, I'll miss you so much. I want you to have this so that you can remember me. And she gives him a stuffed bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you've had this f- uh, since you were a baby. Like, you don't want me to take Mr. Fluffers. And she says, I'm eight years old. I don't need a stinking bear. Right. And. So-
1: then they, they, they all hug. They're hug. all crying. It's all sad. Eric's leaving. And then out he goes. And then he puts the bear <laughs> yes. on a chair right inside the door. And Alan kind of nods at him like, like yeah, I get uh-huh. it.
0: Good job, Eric. I don't know why he did that. Just take the bear with you.
1: I think. So the only plausible explanation to me would be that he thought that Morgan would be upset later if yeah. she didn't have her bear. No,
0: I think that's where the, the direction was going. But it still was She's like,
1: eight. She really wanted him to have that bear.
0: Yeah. Um, She would be much happier knowing that her brother had her bear. Right. Um, But so now we do go to the park. We go to the park and it is dark in the morning
1: yeah dark in the morning there's a
0: little bit of pink in the sky
1: Corey and topanga are sitting on swings and Topanga's like you know what Corey? i don't think i want to go to camp like i want to spend the summer with you and he's like no you are gonna go and you're gonna have a wonderful time just promise me it is an all-girls camp right yeah
0: after he says like i promise you i'm secure about this promise me it's an all-girls camp though like in his fingers in her face.
1: I mean, camp is the place where people have romances. Oh, it is. Like it's the only reason I wanted to go. Just oh, kidding. It... I wanted to go for the crafts. <laughs> I wanted to go make arts and crafts. Okay. That's why I want I really wanted to go to camp so bad.
0: I went to camp once one summer. A,
1: a sleepaway I, camp for like a month,
0: for I think it was a couple weeks. But guess I'm what? So jealous. I had a little romance. Duh, that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. and it was so, like, it was that moment that you see in all the TV shows. Like, it was just this, like, oh, I'll never forget you. I forgot her.
1: Right, and then, like, all of the people, like, they knew you were a couple. Like, it was like, oh, Alden and so-and-so, like, they are a couple. And it was just,
0: like, it was that, like, the first day you're there, like, you lock eyes and you're like, oh, my God. And...
1: I'm so jealous. Last week it was Disney World, and this week it's (laughs) camp romances.
0: But you
1: have lived such a life.
0: It's just funny that like that's it. I don't know how that happened. You just see each other, and you're like, oh okay. And then you like spend a few days trying to be around each other, and then you talk to each other, and then all of a sudden you're a couple. And then you're like, I'm gonna get your address, and we're gonna write because we didn't have phones yet. I mean, we had phones. Did you
1: ever write each other?
0: I think. There was, like, one letter exchanged, and that was it forever. I don't even remember her name.
1: <gasps> what if she listens to this podcast? I hope so. <laughs> Find me. I have a
0: Facebook, I have a Twitter, and Tanya doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe your romance is your gym.
0: Um, Just kidding.
1: I'm your gym. But... The I thought only- you meant,
0: like, gymnasium, <laughs> and I got way confused... My camp romance was the gym the whole time, and my true calling was to lift weights and get swole. Um,
1: no, my only camp experience I ever had, other than like Missionette's camp, which was only two days and it wasn't a real camp, was watching Bug Juice on Disney Channel, where we would see real life kids going to Camp Waziata, and it like that's. Where I have all my camp knowledge from and from what it looks like. First day of camp, everybody meets up with their friends. They go out to a field and they're like, Andy's really cute. Oh, yeah, I think John's really cute. And like the next day, John's like, I saw Samantha. She was walking to take her swim test. And I think I'm going to ask her out. And it's like the the next day. And then everybody's already paired off for the rest of the summer.
0: That's really kind of how it goes.
1: And I never got to do that.
0: you want to go to a child's camp now? (laughs) (laughs) You creep. Um, So anyway, Topanga doesn't want to go. Corey says, you got to go. Just It'll be fine. And Topanga's like, are you sure? And he says, yes. And then Sean walks up and he's like, Corey, you guilt tripped me enough. I feel bad that that I'm leaving. He doesn't say that, but that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Corey guilt tripped him until Sean felt bad about going. And Corey's like, why do you? Sean, you got to go. You can't act like that now, Corey. Yes, you can. Middle child. And uh, Corey basically says, like, you got to go, too. It's the whole, whole thing all over again. Mm-hmm. You got to go. Sean says, okay. Are you sure? Corey says, yeah. Um, First
1: of all, I don't know who these kids' parents are. That These kids just get to decide, like, hey, I don't think I'm going to go. Uh, you're still a kid. You're going no matter what. Well... Topanga's parents probably shelled out thousands of dollars for her to go to camp. She's going, Prob- no matter
0: what. Probably, but... Sean's dad,
1: sitting in the motorhome, waiting for him.
0: Probably, but I will point out that there, there was an earlier conversation with uh, Corey and Amy and Alan, where they say, because he's like, why didn't I ever get to go to camp? And she's like, are you serious? We tried to get you to go to camp. We begged you to go to camp. You finally went, and then we had to pick you up three days in because you said that they were performing science experiments on you. Um, And I think that's why you can't force the kids to go to camp because I remember when I went to camp, Tanya, I did go to camp. I do remember that there were kids who didn't make it because a few days in they were like, I'm
1: just... No, but that's not the same thing. Like These are 15-year-olds who are like, I don't know if I'm going to go. Like... No, they're going like they their parents wouldn't be like, oh, you're right. You need to spend this summer with your boyfriend. You're you don't need to go to this camp. that we've already spent a thousand dollars on. True. But Chet, on the other hand, might be like, oh, yeah, getting rid of the kid. Yeah, I don't true. have to go anywhere with him.
0: That's true. So the a horn honks and Topanga's like, it's my bus. I got to go. And then um
1: the motorhome honks the motorhome
0: honks and it does i think the dukes of hazard and um sean says oh it's my house i gotta go um (laughs) that was funny (laughs) so they walk off and Corey's like
1: he he starts playing playing basketball by like with himself not by himself but with himself when he's like
0: matthews passes to and then he throws the ball and then like runs over to grab it himself and he goes to Matthews who sees Matthews open Matthews takes the open shot uh, I used to do that all the time not Matthews I would say Bear but
1: it would be weird if you said Matthews <laughs> I know
0: I would pass the ball to myself all the time and like I was all the players on the court and I was playing for the Olympic national team it was fun and then like you would count down like three, two, and then you take the shot and it would miss and you'd be like, he was fouled. He gets to take another shot. And then you heard your bus horn beep and you're like, well,
1: gotta bye, go. Matthews.
0: <laughs> gotta bye, go to Bear. Camp. Gotta, gotta go to go. camp. I gotta have a, uh, a camp romance so I can talk to Tanya about it one day when she's <laughs> too old to go to camp. Um, then I'm going to tell her that I love the gym. Um, so he shoots the ball at the buzzer. And airballs it, and Eric walks up and catches the ball. And Corey's like, Eric, what are you doing? I thought you'd be halfway to Jersey right now. And
1: And Eric's like, I was. But then I realized like I didn't get to say goodbye to my brother that I've shared a room with for 15 years.
0: And he says, I never got to say I'm sorry to him. Mm -hmm. And Corey goes, yeah, but what about last night and eric says what it's whatever we're brothers we fight that's what brothers do it's no big deal and um they kind of have a moment i don't remember kind of what they say to you
1: no they just sort of like go back and forth he's like i'm just going to college like i'm not going away for forever blah blah blah, blah. and then cory pulls an envelope out of his pocket yeah he's like he's just like
0: i should have taken this
1: and it's the acceptance letter to the letter to S U M T L F
0: N W. and it is a letter from them, and he hands it to Eric, and Eric grabs it, and Corey starts going off on like, well, you know, I just, yeah, I, I care about you, and I'm gonna miss you, blah blah blah. I don't know how to handle that. You're gonna do great in college. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna do be awesome. And Eric goes, "Um, I was rejected. I was rejected. And
1: that was very sad. It
0: was very sad. Can you imagine if Corey had kept that? Eric got all all the way to school.
1: Ugh. my stomach.
0: She literally just just grabbed her stomach.
1: (laughs) Just you saying that made my stomach just like drop. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. He got all
0: the way across the country and then got to school. And then they were like, no, we sent you a letter. Didn't you get it?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Um so Eric is like, you know what? It's my fault. Like, it's not your fault. It's I it's my fault for thinking that I could slack off for three and a half years, do work for two months, and think that I would get into college.
1: That is the most realistic thing that has ever been said on yeah. this television show. Yeah. And then like without missing a beat, Corey is like, no what you can do is take a couple classes this summer and reapply and get into a school that's even better than that one. So like he already has a plan for his brother. And his brother was like, wait, I can do that. And he's like, of course you can like, you're my brother. And so they have like this whole conversation. Where he's like, yeah, this is going to be okay. But like, let's go home. And Corey's like, what about your trip? And he's like, what about my trip? It was a celebration trip. And he was like, it, you can still go like all of the things that you want to do. You can still do.
0: And Eric goes, you know what? You're right. I do have something to celebrate. I think I will go on that trip. I'm going to leave first thing tomorrow. And Corey says, what about today? And Eric says.
1: I could leave today, but then when would you pack?
0: Mm, And that's where we figure it out. He's
1: taking Corey with
0: him. He's taking Corey with him. Um,
1: I wonder how that's going to go.
0: I wonder if we'll get to see it. We won't. That's the answer. There's no way. This is the last episode of the season. We We're going s- to. See it. We're going to. S- do we?
1: Yeah.
0: Tanya watched ahead. Class.
1: I watched ahead like future. 20 years ago. I
0: went to camp 20 years ago. Sorry. <laughs>
1: While you were at camp, I was busy living <laughs> vicariously through television characters. Okay.
0: Uh, um, so anyway, we'd go to the what is still the post credit scene and always will be the post credit scene as Tanya rolls her eyes for, I think, the 94th time this episode.
1: <laughs> My eyes are starting to hurt, guys. Yeah,
0: that's good. It's probably... <laughs>
1: that's good.
0: Probably well-deserved. <laughs> um, we go to the Matthew's kitchen again.
1: They're going over their itinerary for the trip. They're like, we're going to spend a day in Virginia and a day in D.C. They're
0: going to end in Virginia and D.C. That's where we live.
1: They're coming to visit us. They are. I'm so excited.
0: better not be the podcast.
1: If they want to be on a podcast, it better be our podcast. Ooh. They're coming to Virginia to be on our podcast.
0: Okay. You know what? I was real harsh before, and I want to apologize. This is going to be (laughs) awkward when you guys show up to do our podcast. But
1: don't worry. alvin has got your rejection letter for you in his pocket.
0: Yeah. I apologize. We're brothers. It's what brothers do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, they're going. They've got their whole trip planned out.
1: Uh, Alan gives them more money so they don't have to sleep in President Lincoln's lap.
0: Yeah, because Corey makes him feel bad. Um, Morgan
1: says they're a really good team.
0: Um. Mr. Feeney has some words of encouragement about they need to see Boston so they can go to whatever university and see some They They have
1: of, to go to universities
0: to you, check them out. Right, and they've got, like, Eric starts reading off a list of the universities they're going to go to, and they walk out the door, and Corey's like... And now they're in the backyard, and Corey says, I don't I don't need to be looking at colleges yet, so I don't want to go see all these colleges. We're supposed to be out there having fun. And Eric says...
1: We're going to see colleges on our way to, and then starts naming every beach Mm -hmm. in America. Yep. So they're just going
0: beaching. They're going beaching. And that's it.
1: That's it. Off they go.
0: Off they go. Tanya, how did you feel? My middle child wife. What? That (laughs) sounded weird. (laughs) Hey, middle child Tanya, who also happens to be my wife.
1: Who's 35 and not a child at all. Middle 35-year-old.
0: Middle 35-year-old. How did you feel about this episode?
1: I felt like so, so sad for Corey because I I felt like Corey was upset for good reason. I felt like Eric was a really shitty brother and we watched him be a really bad brother. We watch him say, Oh, yeah, let's go to this World Series baseball game together. And then, uh, just kidding. I'm taking a date. I
0: don't think he said it, let's go to that game.
1: Originally, he was supposed to go with his brother.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: We watched him be like, oh, sorry, Corey. I know I promised to drive you to school, but instead you're going to walk through this blizzard to school. Mm. We have watched him get his brother in trouble. We've watched, like, with the whole party thing and Corey took all the fall for it. In the meantime... He also used the brotherness to get Corey to do what he wanted because Corey so wanted a relationship with his brother. It is all Eric's fault that Corey doesn't have a relationship with him and now Eric's leaving and Corey's like, I never got to have that and it's all I wanted and now he's leaving and I'm angry. He is allowed to feel that way.
0: He is allowed to feel that way. I do just thought the way he went about the whole thing was annoying maybe and, and it wasn't so much the stuff with eric that i thought was annoying wait you gotta finish talking to me about the episode because i that didn't i mean ask that me.
1: that was really it like it was but did I you felt, enjoy the episode i did enjoy the episode it it wasn't one that had a lot of substance to it it felt like like
0: oh this is the least i've written on any episode this season I only have two pages of notes. I've I've, I've had three or four pages for every mm-hmm. episode. And I don't know why, because...
1: A lot happens. A lot happens. It, but it was a lot that it was like, eh, I'll remember this. Okay, I'll remember this. Like right. It definitely flowed in a way. It, there wasn't a lot of back and forth. Yeah. It was, you're following this whole Eric and Corey story, and there really isn't a lot in between. Like, that is what's happening. Yeah. Um, it was a good episode, and let me tell you what my favorite part was.
0: Oh, I'm gonna let you then.
1: Okay, so the morning that Eric is leaving, Alan helps Eric to pack up the car. They come in the kitchen. Amy's staying there, like in her bathrobe, because it's it's dark in the morning, and um. Alan walks over to Amy and Amy's like, "Can't I just make you an omelet or something?" And as she's talking, Alan comes behind her and puts his arm around her really tight, and is just like holding her because she's just so sad that her oldest is leaving, and she's trying to convince her son to stay and have breakfast. And she's naming like everything in the freezer. And Eric is like, "You just want me to stay until the freezer's cleaned out, don't you?" And she's like. Is it that obvious? And Alan like leans over and just has his head like up against her head. And it's the sweetest, most like comforting real moment I think I've ever seen on TV.
0: I think you're right. And I'm glad you pointed it out because when we were watching that scene, something about that scene seemed different and like more emotional Mm -hmm. than it it was on paper. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out why, but that's what it was. It was Alan's... Um, inclusion there of just being there for Amy. And that kind of showed you how hard Amy was taking it. Mm-hmm. Like all of those things that she said are pretty normal Boy Meets World um, things to say. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's upset. And we know that. But then to see Alan go over and like rub her back. When he really like holds
1: sh- her, he holds her so tight. You almost feel like he's holding her back from grabbing their kid and being like, please stay, please stay, please stay. Right.
0: It really showed how much, uh, how hard she was taking it and how hard she was trying to hold it back.
1: And it seemed like such an organic thing that I I just want to say, like, we've watched recently sitcom couples and it's not like this. Like, Amy and Alan are the most real, like, not even just on a sitcom, on television. Like, you do not see couples like them on television ever. It is so few and far between that a couple has that much real chemistry together and almost just, like, compassion for each other. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't fake that kind of body language and those movements are not easy to fake. So, like... It was just such a sweet thing for me. It was. And that's really, I mean, that's how I felt about the episode. That that moment was the moment I was like, this is a very good episode. Mm. But it was really because of them in that moment. Yeah. How did you feel about the episode? Oh, I
0: thought you'd never ask.
1: I know you were waiting for me with your eyebrows up.
0: Um, I thought it was a really good episode. I was annoyed by Corey. And I think more so by the way he was treating Topanga and Sean mm-hmm. than by the way he was dealing with Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I guess when I watched the episode, I thought that he was treating Eric bad because of how he felt about Topanga and Sean. Mm-hmm. Looking back and hearing you talk about it, it seems like maybe it was the other way around. Mm -hmm. Like, he was upset about Eric, and he was taking that out on Topanga and Mm Sean. I I mean, Eric wasn't a great brother to him, which is part of why I feel like Corey um, was taking it harder than he should have. Like, Eric was leaving. Like, he was going to get that room to himself. He was going to be able to live his life without Eric in the way. Um, so I think that's part of why I feel like Corey was taking it too far. But mostly I was annoyed the minute it started and Corey was mad at Topanga for leaving on camp or leaving to go to camp. Um, Because he really, really doesn't want to let her, like, be her own person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and then it kind of rolled over into Sean as well. Mm-hmm. Where Corey's just like, I'll make my own, I'll make new friends. Then Sean, and that was awful to watch, but I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was a really entertaining episode to watch, and it was a it was a real story. Like you're watching people go out and live their lives, and then you're watching this one kid who's not you, not able. And we've seen him time and time again throughout this season and and in seasons past. He's not able to just kind of be himself and do his own thing unless he's forced to. But his he is him when he is there with other people and facilitating and helping people. And he wants to be there for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't feel like he can just kind of do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, I thought Morgan was fantastic in it, even though she came downstairs with full on curls at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Uh, Like very TV hair curled in in a show where they, it often doesn't feel very TV. Right. I think that's why it stood out to me. There have
1: been times where like Amy's hair is like off the wall because it's either morning or it's in the evening and it's so just like, oh she had a day like and Morgan's just like bouncing out good morning everybody yeah (laughs) and her
0: hair is done like Cindy Brady sorry
1: I'm late I had to curl my hair but thank god you didn't leave before my hair was finished
0: yeah um but I thought it was a really good episode it was a good end to season three um I'm excited to see where season four goes from there Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're through three seasons already yeah um but in the meantime speaking of of TV couples who have chemistry, let me tell you.
1: Who doesn't have chemistry.
0: We, last week, talked about how much we wanted to go back and watch the step-by-step episodes where they were in Disney World.
1: And we did.
0: And we did. Boy, howdy.
1: Boy, howdy was something that they actually said in the show, so. It was not.
0: So Tanya said in last week's episode, she said, I want to go watch Step by Step so bad. I loved it so much. I bet it doesn't hold up very well. Woof! Hit that nail right on the head.
1: I can't believe it was ever a TV show.
0: Yeah. If that lasted 8 seasons or whatever.
1: So we watched the two episodes were there in Disney Disneyland. It was terrible. like uh, we were watching them and both of us were like what the shit?
0: By the way, you what just is said, going on? you said Disneyland. It was Disney World. I can tell you the difference between Disneyland and Disney World. I I've thought been... they were
1: in Disneyland. I thought no, they went I was to World... California.
0: No, they went to Florida. Oh,
1: it's okay. Disney World
0: is way different. I've been. I can tell you all about it. Do you want me to?
1: Um, let's talk about Step by Step. I'd much rather talk about that terrible TV show. So here's the thing about Step by Step. I don't know who the writers are. And I'm sorry, writers, but it was not done well. Like... The dialogue was like a commercial mm-hmm. all the time. Like, there was nothing that flowed. There was no real depth. There was no storyline. But so then, so we watched the Disney World episodes. And mm-hmm. We got through them and I was like, I wonder if it's just those two episodes that were like that. Let's go back and watch the very first episode because I remember the first episode. So we watched the first episode and it was better. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Duffy <laughs> is that was the, the dad. Worse, dad
0: by step step, step by
1: dad by oh my goodness he basically stalked this woman
0: mm-hmm.
1: on her vacation
0: mm-hmm.
1: tricked her into marrying him yes and then when she had reservations about it when they got back had to convince her
0: and manipulate her
1: And begged for sex for an entire half-hour sitcom episode. Oh, and then
0: in the second episode, he did the same thing. Like, that was a running theme. He did it all through Disney World. Remember, he was super mad that he couldn't spend time with her in Disney World banging because they were there with their kids. He's just trying to pawn their kids off. step-by-step
1: is bonkers and terrible. It
0: was not fun to watch.
1: I cannot believe, like, so I realized that the reason I loved it so much was because I wasn't allowed to watch it. And then Mm. I realized that maybe for once... The very first time in their lives, our parents had a point. They just didn't want to expose us to terrible TV. It was just
0: a bad show.
1: It was awful. Yeah. And it sucks because there were so many kids that were in it that proved themselves to be talented people, and they were stuck in this awful show.
0: Yeah, it was not a good show. And that was... It was just... All around, like, we hate it every minute. That's <laughs> about how it went.
1: But we enjoyed hating it together. There was something about hating it together that
0: was very nice. It's the first time we felt together in a long time. <laughs> we found something to hate together. Um, so anyway, that's our step-by-step recap podcast. <laughs> that's it for that forever. So
1: Patrick Duffy, have fun with yours because nobody's going to want to listen to it.
0: Yeah, you go ahead. Um, some shows just don't hold up. I don't know how that one held up then.
1: And it did. That's uh,
0: true. It held up. You
1: know. In a world where there was Family Matters, which was
0: amazing.
1: Well, and w- Boy Meets World, which was amazing. It was
0: clearly ABC's answer to uh, Married with Children. Uh,
1: also hate that show.
0: And Roseanne. What was Roseanne on? Was Roseanne on ABC? Yeah. But it was. I thought a, so.
1: I loved Roseanne. But
0: it was trying to it. It was trying to do that where they were like, "We're a real family, and look, we say gross stuff sometimes." <laughs> and but it it wasn't. It wasn't.
1: So, but this, they were trying to find like a middle ground. Is that what you're saying? Because like, married yes. with children was like that, like, uh, very unreal, like unrealistic crazy, weird thing. And Roseanne was very realistic. Like, it was almost sometimes painfully realistic.
0: Right. They were trying to find that middle ground, but I also think that they... Um, it, it's like when you read, like, what makes this show popular? Oh, this, this, and this mm-hmm. makes this show popular. So we just need to do those things. Okay, mm-hmm. what's the show going to be about? I don't know. We just need to make sure we do this, this, and this. Right. Um, and then... It came together bad.
1: Yeah. But then it came together bad for how many years?
0: At, at least eight. I want to say it was eight or nine seasons. I
1: don't even understand. Yeah. Like, I would rather watch Full House.
0: I, which I would says too. A lot. And I, I don't hate Full House, though. I do. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so this has been our season three. Of Boy Meets World.
1: We could have made our like mid finale episode thing all about step by step, but we spared you and just did a little 10 minute blip about it.
0: Yeah, no, we're not going to watch any more to talk about it for sure. Mm -mm. Um, Anything else you want to say before we go? I don't want to wrap up the season because we're going to do that next week.
1: Okay. Uh, no, not really, except for um, you can find us. On Twitter. At BMG and BMW.
0: You can email us.
1: At BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You
0: can find us also on Facebook and Instagram.
1: <laughs> what was that? And Shrimpagram? Alexander Hamilton?
0: The Alexander Hamilton. My name is?
1: A.Bear. Bear?
0: What? <laughs> That's my Twitter name. Um, anyway, you can find us. Just look for Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. You'll find us. Yeah. Lots of places. Yep. Lots of places. Some some very seedy places. You can too. find
1: Alden's OnlyFans.
0: Yeah, you can.
1: You can find his. Um... It's at
0: DMG and BMW. <laughs> <laughs> I podcast. But those letters
1: stand for something else. Mm-hmm. But.
0: Uh huh. But meets world meets girl meets boy. One. <laughs> <What? What? laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, Anything else you want to add before we go? Mm, No. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, We appreciate every single one of you. Uh, We've been able to do this for three seasons with you guys because of your support. Uh, And now here's my high school diploma. Uh, Thank you for joining us. (laughs) And here's
1: your rejection
0: letter. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 3, Episode 22.
1: Class dismissed.